0: Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am joined by Lindsay Dollinger, and we are talking about how to grow your business and be productive in your business while you're still working a full-time job, because I think most of us have started our businesses and you know, really tried to navigate both at the same time, and you know, there's some value that you can learn from, from Lindsay in this conversation. So, Lindsay, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to talk with you and your listeners today.
1: So like Amy said, my name is Lindsay. I am a still a full-time high school Spanish teacher here in central Ohio. And I also have a, what what is getting to be very much a full-time business coaching um, job, I guess job, but uh, I'm a business coach as well for women. And I have a podcast as well. Um, You know, and I kind of, Found that through lots of pivots throughout the years. So, I started business as a whole as a network marketer in 2016, in January of 2016. My mom had passed away the previous year from a very long battle with breast cancer, and I just needed something different. I needed something where I could put my strengths that I felt like I wasn't using necessarily in the classroom or in just a different sort of way. Um, because by then, I was probably at around a year seven ish of teaching. so they, they call that the seven year itch <laughs> where you know, things you're just looking for something new. So I started in network marketing. Um, and I was very anti network marketing before that, which I think is so interesting because I am still am in network marketing as an affiliate. Um, I treat it more as an affiliate, I guess I should say. But anyway, long story short, I realized I loved working with women, coaching women. I had really found a way to build a business, you know, on social media and feel really authentic. And I started getting questions from people, which is how they always say, you know, start listening to what people are asking you. And so I started getting questions from people who were not in my team or not in my company. And, you know, Lindsay, how did you, how do you do this while you're also working full time? And, how are you able to do this and not come off as spammy and salesy and build this and, you know, do it in a way that's so different than necessarily other people are doing that I see. And so it kind of got my wheels churning. And then I started with a podcast in 2020, have since rebranded the podcast, um, you know, to fit more me and the, the women that I serve. Um, And yeah, so the business coaching started shortly after that. I made my first product. It was a planner and tracker for women in the social selling industry, uh, because planning and tracking is a huge part of how I was able to do both things. So I knew that was the first product I wanted. And, you know, it just kind of naturally evolved
0: from there. Oh, my gosh, that's an incredible story. So did you you. ever picture yourself? going into more of the business realm when you, you know, we're, we're going through your teaching career. Did you ever really see yourself as a business owner?
1: You know, not in teaching. And I had this conversation, um, with someone recently where I feel like I had always wanted to be a teacher. You know, when I was four years old, I was playing teacher with my little sister (laughs) and, you know, it, it was just very, um, that teaching is very much ingrained in me and my personality. And however, though, I was doing things in like fifth grade. I started the babysitters club at my school because <laughs> I have to like amazing. to read. <laughs> so I was reading yes. those. Yeah. So I had a babysitter's club. I had a greenhouse club and I was like doing all these things, like starting these things and trying to quote unquote make money when I was younger. And then, you know, I just feel like the natural, I don't even know what the word, is, like process, like steps in life. Like, okay, well, I have graduated high school now. I'm going to college what am I going to study in college? Because I feel like when I was in college or at least this, the school I was at like entrepreneurship wasn't really a thing. Like it wasn't even really thought about or an option. So I was like, well, I'm going to college to be a Spanish teacher. And, you know, it just, life sort of happened. And I pushed that side of my personality and, and my life off to the side until, like I said, it was presented to me that I could join this company for fitness, which was something that I was really passionate about. And, um, you know, they had, they really sold the side of the community and the team and learning new things. I've always been a lifelong learner and I'm like, Ooh, i I really, you know, I'm kind of interested in, in learning this side of things. And so, yeah, no, I never really like, that was never really an option. And then once though I started in network marketing, I was like, there's so much possibility with this that I could build even bigger than the network marketing itself, which is what I have ended up doing. Um, which was a really cool eye opening thing for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I love how you say, you know, just being a lifelong learner, because Mm -hmm. you can take the skills from your prior career, which you're still working, and apply them to your current that you're building. And being a lifelong learner, we can literally, we are living in such a time where we can utilize our resources and Google anything. If we need to learn something, the information's out there. I think the hardest part is implementing it.
1: Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, when I got started um, and I still do this sometimes to this day on my lunch break or what, during my planning period, when I was grading papers or doing lessons plans, I had a YouTube video up that I was watching, whether it was from someone who, um, you know, was like a top earner in my company or different companies, or, you know, whether it was something that had been recommended about organization or whatnot, I'm always listening. And that kind of is how I fell into the podcast realm as well, but always listening and trying to learn and do that while I'm doing something that, you know, doesn't necessarily take up, you know, my energy. Cause you know, when you've been teaching for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, I know, I know pretty well how to grade a Spanish one test. Right. So I can sit there and grade and do that kind of stuff while I'm also taking in some of the other, the other bits of information.
0: Love it. Love it. So how do you navigate working a full-time career running a business doing the affiliate marketing how do you keep yourself on track and do it all
1: (laughs) well it's not always perfect so it's still a work in progress and i you know i think that's important for everyone to remember is you are going to have days or periods or seasons in your business where you're like, I am crushing this. Like I, I'm i on fire, no one is bringing me down. And then you're gonna have either things in life that pop up that happen, or you're just gonna have a bad day where you, know, you had planned all these things that you're doing and your energy is not right. And it's not necessarily the time to do that. So I think a few things for me, one is that I definitely go with my energy. So I know that if I work in smaller pockets of time, so in network marketing, we call that like a power hour. If I do that and I am able to really focus in for an hour on my business, I feel really good and fulfilled and, oh gosh, I'm I'm losing my words, but I am okay with that. Like I am sat, I guess, satisfied, satisfied with that hour working. And I know that I can't do it all. There's only a set number of hours in the day, but I also have to prioritize other things, you know, my workout, making sure I'm able to prepare meals. Um, you know, just time with my time with my dog, like, you know what I mean? Like that downtime or else you will burn out. And that is one of the really important things that I work with my clients on is being able to figure out that schedule so that you don't feel that burnout. Cause I've also been there several times and it's not, it's not a fun place to be. Um, so, you know, on Sundays I sit down and I look at the week ahead, I schedule everything out. That includes, you know, my work time, my personal lifetime workouts, appointments, all the stuff. But I also make sure that I I schedule in rest time, which I never used to do. But I, even if it's, you know, 15 minutes to a half an hour between a task or between a call, I realized when I started offering one-on-one calls last year that I, just my energy, if I do two one-on-one calls or even two podcast interviews back to back, I'm like, my brain is fried. Like, I, I can't remember if I've already said this to someone, you know, like I am not my normal, happy, positive, encouraging self. And I, you know, I owe that to myself and to the other people to being able to show up fully. So being really self-aware, like what's going to work for you, what doesn't. And then my last piece of advice is I have learned that I kind of have like a theme day where some, some stuff I do batch, but sometimes it's just like a theme. So in my network marketing business, I did connections with people one day. I did invites one day. I did follow-ups one day. And then I did engagement on social media. And then I did admin tasks on another day. And so that meant that once a week I was shipping things out. I wasn't shipping things out every day because that was taking up too much time for me to try to get back into another task. And it just, you know, wasn't effective overall, Um, now, for example, I do my own personal podcast recordings and uploads on Tuesdays. And so that works perfectly. And then I get it all done that day and I don't have to worry about my podcast again, you know, the rest of the week, except for making, um, a podcast graphic to send out. So that is another thing that I have found works for me. But again, it's just kind of working around you and, and trial and error and what's going to work for you and your business at the end of the day.
0: Yes, yes. So many things you just said just stand out to me. And the first one was just knowing that it's not going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are seasons in life. I mean, even day to day, that can change. And every single day, you're not going to be, you know, on top of the world. It's, it ebbs and flows and i oh, think yeah. once we give ourselves permission that it's okay to have a bad day there's going to be days where you just want to throw in the towel and just hibernate under a blanket you know it's, yeah. and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that but i think we just get in such hustle mode that we judge ourselves we're so hard on ourselves we tell ourselves these stories and it's like no life's not yeah. meant to be perfect and just just knowing that, yes, there's seasons, there's so many changes constantly happening. And the next thing I love that you touched upon was just just knowing yourself, knowing your strengths and doing what works for you. You know, yeah. I, often I really feel like we, we do get into comparison mode where it's like, okay, everybody's time blocking, so I should be time blocking. But for you, it's like, all right, I'm gonna stick with a theme of the day okay, Tuesdays are for broadcasting. You know, this is my admin day doing that versus trying to go from task to task, to task, to task. Yeah. That'll leave you burnt out really fast. Right. And I
1: realized that in regards to like switching tasks, when I was leading a a pretty large team and we would go on online on zoom like this and do a working power hour together. And my first power hour that I came up with had like 20 tasks. And so like, I'm like, okay, everyone go and add one Facebook friend, you know, or, and it was doing stuff like that. And at the end of the, the time I was like, I feel like I got nothing done. I confused a bunch of these new women. <laughs> so now I do something completely different. I break it up into 20 minute chunks and it works so much easier that way. And I'm like, then you can kind of pick and choose within those categories that I say of what you can pick. So like the first 20 minutes we do connections. Okay. What does that mean for you? Is that commenting on, you know, some of your ideal clients posts and having conversations with them. Is it finding new connection? Right. And so, yeah, that was my big eye-opening moment when I was looking at those women's face on the screen and I could see some of them were following me and their brain could do what I was doing. And some of them were like, no,
0: this is not happening. Right. But again, I think it goes back to, you gave yourself permission to learn, to adjust, to adapt, to figure out what's going to work even better to make it that much better of an experience. And Mm -hmm. I love too, how you mentioned you schedule in rest, because I think that is something most of us forget to do. We get so caught up in checking things off the to-do list. Like there's going to be this magical celebration that occurs once everything's checked off the to-do list. Well, no, because more items are just going to be added onto the list. So I am, I'm not sure if you're familiar with your human design. Do you know yours? I'm a projector. I haven't dug into it so deep, but I need to, because everybody's been talking about it.
1: Yeah. I, I would be curious what you are. So it's so interesting because a ton of entrepreneurs are manifesting generators, which is what I was sure I was because they like to switch tasks and, um, you know, they're, they're multi passionate and all this stuff. And it turns out I'm a projector, which is also known as a teacher coach, which I'm like, okay, well that makes sense also. Um, but the thing with projectors is they work really well for like two, three, four hours tops a day. And then after that, the stuff that they're putting out, they can make themselves put the stuff out, but it's not any good. Wow. And when I learned that, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so me. <laughs> like that is a hundred percent me. Um, And so <clears throat> not only, n- not only in the work realm, but it's just like doing things throughout your day. So I'm like, okay. M- and once I learned that, I'm like, I, I am teaching all day and giving my all for essentially seven hours, right? Like being wow. on. And that's why I feel so drained when I was coming home is like, I wasn't allowing my, I was just diving right into work and then getting sick and burnout and all those things. So I'm like, okay, I have to make sure that I, so I'm not a morning workout or person. I do my workouts when I get home from work. Cause that's kind of, I know it doesn't sound like rest, but that's like me able to turn my mind off and do something for me, get my endorphins up, whatever. And then I might take my dog for a walk. Like I try not to dive right into business tasks right away. Um, which I do obviously sometimes, but it just allows that time for me to recharge. And so learning that about myself has been really, really helpful. So if you were listening to this and you're like, but I don't have time to take a nap, you know, resting doesn't always necessarily have to be nap time, right? It can be, it definitely can be, but it can also be just time for you to turn your brain off, not have to think about anything, not be taking in anything. So like, this might not be time to listen to your podcast you know, for the day. Maybe you're saving that for another sort of time. This is just time for you. And that was really important for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. And it's just giving yourself permission, you know, and Mm -hmm. I love that, that the resting doesn't necessarily mean a nap, you know, because for most of us, you know, we've, we've been kind of conditioned that way. And then as moms, we're like, okay, well, if my kids are resting, they're napping. So we then think that for us, rest means just sitting still and doing nothing. But I love how you said too, like for you, it's a workout. It's a chance to Mm -hmm. decompress and unload and just get those endorphins going. Yeah. Just shed the day from you. I mean, that in itself is huge. It's so powerful. Yeah. I needed that transition time where I could like
1: turn off teacher Lindsay and then turn on <laughs> whatever role i was wearing that
0: evening mm-hmm. yeah and that's again why knowing yourself knowing yeah. your strengths knowing what makes you tick is so so paramount to success i mean everybody thinks oh well if i I learn more if i do you know another course if i get another certification that's going to make me successful i think you know most of business success is personal development it's knowing yourself knowing your strengths and knowing how to push yourself through when times get hard because they will yeah yeah that self-awareness piece is
1: has been paramount. Like it was, it came up so much for me, especially last year. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, this should be my word of the year <laughs> instead of the word that I pick. Um, because yeah, like knowing, you know, and, and for me, it was also knowing when things are aligned. So I mentioned, I, I pivoted and changed my podcast and I, you know, just a lot of things because I was working specifically with women in network marketing. And then I was like, I ah, this does doesn't feel aligned anymore. And I do have a lot of network marketing, clients Still, but you know, just that pivot and really listening to myself and, you know, I found things are so much, I don't want to say easier, but the word that's coming to me is easier when things are aligned, you know, because you're excited to do them. The tasks aren't necessarily taking as long or if they are, it's, it's not sucking that energy out in the same sort of way. So that alignment and that self-awareness and yes, going back to personal development has all been really huge for me
0: yeah i mean if if things don't feel aligned that right there will hold you back so much and yeah you know i struggled with that too when i made a pivot from my first business into my current business and you know it's almost like a grieving process that you have to go through but it's accepting you know what this doesn't feel aligned i'm being called to something different you know i'm doing similar things yet it's different just like with what you were doing with network marketing and now you know you've done this this shift and it does it makes it so much easier
1: it does yeah it does and like I said you're excited about it you are telling more people about it you know the content comes easier just all sorts of things ha- start happening when you're more aligned with what you're doing
0: absolutely i could not agree more lindsay this was an amazing conversation where can we learn more about you how can we get into your world yeah, so I am Lindsay Dollinger on all the
1: platforms. I'm sure Amy will link them <laughs> in the podcast, um, but that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. So I'm a I'm an A-Y girl. I met a lot of Lindsays. I was at a conference this past weekend, and everyone spells it differently. <laughs> so I'm an A-Y girl. But yeah, I'm um, very active on Instagram and also Facebook. I have a free Facebook community over there, and then my podcast is the Purpose and Pixie Dust Podcast. So we can
0: connect there as well. And it is a fabulous podcast, so be sure to give it a listen. Check Lindsay out. We will link everything up in the show notes. Lindsay, thank you again for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your value with our community. You're so welcome, Amy. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.